on page Samachov this year that was given the Rabbin and the Tzibor and Shabbos Parshas Emmer. Zahiris Me'uv Musagim in the middle of the page. We were, we were learning last week how the Tachlis of this Chibur, of this Sefer, is different from the other form of the Machaber. And he wants it to be clear to us from the very beginning. What is it that he wants to accomplish in this Sefer? And what is the nature of our Vaida in learning this Sefer? And as difficult as it, as it was for him to express this, throughout the Sefer we're going to understand more and more and more how ultimately what we're learning here about ourselves will connect us to the Bari Eilam. But as far as focusing on the Bari Eilam, the Creator, Hashem Baruch, and our Dveikis to Him, that is not the objective of the Sefer. The objective of the Sefer is, as it's called, Da Es Atzmacha. What is it about myself? Who am I? What is it that what is it that I could gain from my life in this world? And what we're going to finish the Hagdama now. And and the Mahabar is worried that there might be some confusion. We're so used to learning a certain way. We're so used to looking for Hakadish Baruch Hashem. It's a good problem. For looking for Hakadish Baruch Hu in every piece of Torah, and for looking for an Eitzif Advekis to Hashem in every single thing that we hear and learn, but Hashem that we want that, that if we're not focused on on the Tachlis of the Sefer, we might end up hearing some nice things and learning some nice things, but not really, really getting to the point. And that's what he begins with right now. El Hashem Chelik this, this Shum were first said and then later on transcribed. Mistabe Shakulam Shamum Koru Oid Harbe Dvarm Lufnechim. The Torah of Shakach. Well, Hashem, as I just said, we've picked up many things over the years. Each and every one of us has been learning different Svarm, we've been hearing different Torahs. And we've been trying to take from each of the Svarm and from each of the Tzaddikim, we've been trying to take different things to help us in our relationship with God's Baruch, the Taib Shakach. And it's very good. But there is a potential problem that comes as a result of this, of you and I taking many wonderful things from the most magnificent smorgasbord of Torah that's been placed onto the Shulchan Aruch, onto the table for each and every one of us, some more, some less, depending on how many years you're learning and to what kind of learning you were exposed to. But since we've been running around from the beginning, grabbing different delicacies from the, from the, from what was, what's being offered to us as Jews, that could cause a taruves musagim. That can cause a confusion and a misunderstanding. What does that mean? What is the meaning of this mixture that could cause a confusion? In order to understand this, let's look at an example, something that's common from every single day, from a very common thing in life. It's common and it's comical, but we'll see 
It's a muscle for many, many, many things that we live through. Adam nichnas lechanus makolas. Of course, all the mishalim here are very eretzeseldik, and it makes us very homesick. Adam nichnas lechanus makolas. A person goes into a makolat, into a little grocery. Noitel sakit chalav, and he takes. This is also something only for people who who know what what it's like in Israel where I'm not sure right now, uh, but the way I grew up and I lived in Israel is that there were no containers of milk. There were these slippery, slimy little bags of milk. So a person goes in these plastic bags of milk, which hopefully didn't have any holes in them. A person goes into the makolet, naitel sakit chalav, and he goes into the makolet, he takes a little bag of milk, and he turns around and he starts to leave the makolet, the store, without paying. We'll see in a second. He's a very, very smart person and he's a God-fearing person. He's a very, very religious person. The, the owner of the store, goes over to him and asks, How come you're not paying for the milk that you just took? And the fellow answers, I'm surprised. You, the Balabas, you're a, you're a Jew that's you're an El Chayid, you're an observant Jew. You certainly know, and you're familiar with the Pasuk and Telem, that the whole Tachlis of Briyas Kala Eilamis is what? Is Eilam Chesed Yibana. There's a Tachlis of creation. Is that the Baruch Shalom, the whole Maiseh, uh, the whole Maiseh was because of Gash Baruch's kindness and love for us. And he taught us through the act of creating, creation, which is the greatest act of love ever, that we too have to create worlds through love. And loving kindness, so you know that Olam Chesed Yibana, the Kol Tachlas Echayim Shalas is Chesed, and you know that the whole Tachlas of life is what is Chesed. Lochein therefore, lakarti sakit chalav. Therefore, I took the bag of milk, ve'enenimus kavim leshalom aleha. And the reason I'm not paying is not, God forbid, that I'm cheap. And it's not that I don't have the money, but I want to be mezaka you k'de lezakis oyschem b'mrs Chesed. I want to be mezaka you with being able to live up to the entire tachlis of why God sent you into the world, which is what? To be a Balchasid. So why would I spoil the whole purpose of your creation by giving you a couple of, uh, uh, by giving you a shekel? Why would I spoil your existence by giving you a shekel? If I could give you this chus to, to be gomel chesed, I take the milk and you get a chesed. So that sounds 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 good, but of course it's crazy. It's a teruvas musagim. What does that mean? How is a irbuv shel musagim? This is a complete confusion of <coughs> musagim. There are two musagim we're dealing with in our little story. There's the musag of chesed, which is a very beautiful, noble thing, and it is the tachlis of creation. And there's another musag that does not sound as appealing, and we wish we didn't have to worry about it, but there's a musik that's called Parnasa. There's a musik that's called Parnasa. So, what's happening here is that this little Yidale is making a, a, a little bit of a taruvas here between the two musagim, two concepts 
two worlds. There's a world of Panos and there's a world of Chesed. If the owner would have put up that day a sign on the on the door of the shop of the Makolet, that what Gmilus Chesed Kadmes Kayemes Chalukas Chalav Menitzach. Let's say the guy's mamish, he had this idea that it's uh, two weeks before Pesach, he's going to give the poor people of town, in town uh, an opportunity for a couple of hours. And he puts up a sign that says, Gemilus Chesed Kam. This is a place of Chesed, Miskayemes, Chaluka, Chalov, Nitzachim. There is a distribution that's taking place of milk for all those who want milk. So, no questions asked. If the person would hang up such a sign, and in doing so, he's basically disclaiming the purpose of the shop that we knew about until now, which is a source of panasa for the guy and his family. And now he changed the purpose of the shop, and he said it's a place of chesed. It's not a store, it's a chesed. It's a distribution uh, center for those in need. So then we would say, Good. Whoever needs, whoever wants, go and take, uh, go and take whatever milk you want. But if a person is going and he sees, a normal person sees that there's a makolot, there's a shop, there's a supermarket, he understands that even if the moicha is a balchesed, even if he's a nice guy, and the, the, the fellow that owns the shop is a sweet person, he always is doing tivus. And when someone comes to him on the side, and he and he and he goes to him, he says, "Look, he says the truth is, I I I can't afford today. Could you help me for today?" He's a nice guy, and and it's not that he doesn't have you know many. I remember we had we had uh, my father had a cousin. They're not alive, the husband and wife, the cousin, they're not alive. They had a makolot. My father said they were very rich people in Hungary. And after the Muhammad, they came here and they had a little makolot in Sanhedria, which I was there many times. It was like a closet. Somehow everything was there, but it was a closet. And, and it was Rachmanis, because he... Because my father's cousin had this little orange, they have in their these kohinor, these little orange... Uh, these little uh, pads, whatever they are, and and he had in there, he had in there tzetlach papers from 1948, 1949. The papers were all brown. Of this one, that you know, this one took this and that. And these people have been saying kaddish with him. I understand it's already the 20th yard side, 30th yard side, and he still has his little bichel. He never got the money. You know, people that in Yerushalayim, they come and he writes them down and. And he says, you know, he, I remember, I remember him showing us this, these, these little, these books that he has, these old books with cheshbonos, and he himself was so poor, and the and people that, that came were poor. And, and, okay, so you understand that that if somebody wants to do a toiv, he wants to do a chesed. I mentioned on Shabbos that that my father said that when when he came, when he was after the Muhammad and they were still, they didn't really have enough food yet. It was still hard. They weren't yet placed. And it was a, they, they weren't starving, but it was still not so partial with the food. So my father said that they were, he was walking, he was in Budapest, and he was walking on the street, and there was a big sign on the restaurant, you know, in Hungarian, that's my father's language, there was a big sign that free bread. So my father was, my father and, his, and, and my uncle were so excited that the, that, 
this free bread, and they were hungry. So they so they they went over to the guy, and uh, and and he said, "What would you like?" And, and my father said, "If you don't mind, we could each have a half a loaf of bread." So the guy said, "What do you mean? What do you, what, what do you uh, what do you think this is a bakery?" He says, "No, it says on the sign, free bread." Because my father was never in that in a big city like that. It says a sort of restaurant. It says free bread. So the guy said to my father, free bread, the bread that means that if you sit down and you order a meal, if you have chicken or whatever, soup and other things, so then it comes with free bread, which in, in those days was a big hush of a thing to have bread that they would give you with a meal. But you can't just come in here, you can't just come in and ask for bread. This is what you, it's not, it's, again, it's not, this is not a Tanche Shabbos in this place, it's a store. So even if they give you something for free, it means that there's a cheshman, you understand there's a cheshman. It's not, it's not that, uh, it's not stam that they're giving it away. So, so a person understands, so a normal person understands, so maven, sh'af imam meichu bal chesed, avol eschanus hu pasach l'shem panasa. You know, the guy's a nice guy, and he does a lot of nice things, but l'maise, the store, he didn't open up the store to give him more opportunities to do chesed. He opened up the store because of panasa. Beyond this panasa, outside of the panasa, or maybe if you come over to him and you have a certain Indian and talk to him, beside this, so he's a, he also does chesed. But the store is not a chesed store, it's a store. And a store means panasa. He is a panasa. Therefore, it's not a place where milk is distributed, where milk is given away. It's a place where milk is sold. We understand the nimshal. Hanimshal who? Shekayomim etzleinu benefesh shnei chalakim. There are two chalakim, there are two parts to each and every one of us. And there are two parts to our avaydan. Even though the ultimately, ultimately, everything will join together, Bez Hashem. But, There's a part of our life that's a part of Avedis Abayri. Again, ideally, ideally, if we would be the people who were at that point in life where we, Mamish, were living every second in Kivas Elokim, in the Vegas, in Shivisa Shanagdi Samid, that would mean that every single second of my life, my eating, my sleeping, my drinking, when I'm at work, when I'm, every single thought, word, and action would be Avaida Sabayri. But the Mitsias of my life, the Mitsias of my life, is that it's not like that. That I have in my life Avaida Sabayri time, Avaida Sabayri thoughts, feelings, words, actions. And then I have, of course, always keeping halacha, but then I have the part of my life where I'm trying to do for myself, for my wife, and my children. What I'm trying to do for myself. I serve God, uh, but I have to take care of myself in order that I should be able to serve Him. There's no question that every every person who Shem Mitzvah knows and believes that the greatest possible goal and ideal to aspire to and the objective of a person's life, there's no question, is Avadis Habayre, serving the Creator. That's for sure. The Kaimetzleinu, Petzamachzai, the Kaimetzleinu, Roivet Benefesh, 
Shalma Shanikra Chai Hayom Yom. But the Messias is, again, we're not playing games, we're being honest. And even though when we open the Noim Elimelech of Kedusha Slavi, even when we open up the Swam HaKadoshim and we go through Messias Hashem, we understand that the Tachlis is that there isn't a thought, a word, or an action outside of Avedis Abayri. But Lemaisa, who we are right now, is that in the mitzvahs, the, the true mitzvahs of my life, I feel that there's time when I daven, when I learn. I feel there's time when maybe I'm giving away bottles of milk. I'm trying to be a nice guy. I'm giving away some tzedakah. And there are other, there's other time of the day, it's usually a larger part of the day, that's spent trying to take, not greedy or selfish, but trying to manage to survive, to be in this world. When, I, when I'm eating, when I'm working, uh, and I'm Isaac and other things with the family. So the Mitzvah is that this is a Ravid Benefish, it's a layer. A Ravid means a layer or a component of my soul, of who I am, that's called Chaye Hayyim Yayim. Regular daily life. Just the ins and outs, the ups and downs, the comings and goings of life, the Kisaitzes, the Kisavas of, of being in this world. Kemat, it's a rov b'nei ha'adam. Chayi ha'yoyim yoyim. Einam mugdoshim kulam la'avaydas ha'bayrei. Kemat, in all honesty, kemat by by most of the people, most, we're talking about most of the people, we're talking about Shem Mitzvahs. Kemat, the rov b'nei ha'adam, in their day-to-day lives, it's einam mugdoshim kulam it's not it's not time that's spent in learning the whole day those was that's a, that's a, that's a, a <coughs> but that that a person should be living a life which is a kulam that's not the mitzvahs he doesn't feel that that's the mitzvahs so kshemadabim eifai dvarim al ha'adam lahavin be'eze yachas hem ne'emarim Therefore, since we're trying to be honest, and we're not going to, we're not going to present this as as a safer that is speaking to the ideal Jew, to who the person that each and every one of us dreams of being one day, that we hopefully are not misyayish from that time. But if we're talking to you as far as who you are, then we have to be very careful. We have to be very careful to know, are we talking about the grocery, the supermarket, or are we talking about Olam Chesed Yibana? What are we talking about? Rachel Bilchaktana. Straight. What are we talking about? Ha'im biyachas la'avaydes ha'bayrei. Ha'im biyachas la'avaydes ha'bayrei. Are we talking about your avaydes ha'bayrei? Again, we know everything is avaydes ha'bayrei. And everything, every second she says, but... but but the mitzvahs. Are we talking right now where you're holding in life? Are we talking about such a thing? Or are we talking about the mitzvahs of building a different life for yourself in your in the moment to moment of how you're living? In, throughout a regular day of your life. 
מצד עצם היוסי אדם המחפש חיים טובים. And we're not coming to you and asking you the question, do you want to be a firm person? Do you want to be a tzaddik? Do you want to be a tzaddik? And when the person hears that question, do you want to be a tzaddik? Even though he's eager to hear that, uh, he's eager to hear, but there's also a part of him who's, where the eyes are rolling, because you're coming to him, and he's standing there in his makolot, he's standing there in the grocery moment of his life, and he's not really ready, be'emes, he's not ready, he's not in a place of dveikas, of shevis, Hashem, and Nagdi Samid. And to him, when you start talking to him, the religious talk, and everything is with a shivisi and you're talking about Avadis Abayre to his understanding what you're telling him is buddy you better close your shop down you have to close the store because the person is saying I can't do both of these at the same time but you can say but what do you mean you never learned the Shrama Kedoshim every second of life is only the Bayre Olam but the person says I'm not, I'm not in that place I don't know what that means to be every second with the Bayre Olam I don't know what that means I can't live and concentrate and think in such a way and to be able to make a Panasa because self goes self my, the, the truth is who I am I'm in this world for myself also but you're telling me there's this beautiful ideal to live for, which is the Bayre. And I'm working towards it. I'm trying. I go, I was in shul this morning. I stayed an extra time for a tailum. I went to a shia before. I tried to, you know, I'm trying. But you're asking me to stand here and to sell tomatoes and cucumbers and to be in that place. Now you're talking to me about how I have to be with the Bayre right now. So the emissary is that the person is not in that place. And if you try, and if you try to delude yourself into thinking that he is, then what will happen to him is, what ha- is what's happened to most of us. We'll pick up all kinds of beautiful tires. We'll see magnificent, magnificent um, tires in, in, in all the in all the different form. But after all the years of of hearing tires and of learning tires and trying to and trying to even apply that tire to our lives. But Lamaisa, it's never something that we could sustain. Or very rarely they were able to sustain that. It's very rare they were able to keep that. Because if we're, if we're confusing these musagim, these concepts of kaidamkal, building myself into the person, into, into a person who would want such a life, into a person who understands that the ultimate tachlis is dveikas b'ashem, then even though I might get excited because I see something beautiful in this safe, and I'm saying, oh, oh, yeah, let me do that. But as we spoke about last week, but when I say those words, let me do that, that's not me. It's somebody else. In other words, that safe is not talking to me. It appeals to me. But it appeals to me from the perspective of Avaita Sabari. But I'm not really an Evet Hashem, truthfully, at this point in my life. So... I have to work to find out Kaidam Kol uh, from the perspective of the Makalatan supermarket. Where am I and who am I? So therefore he says, you have to tell the person, that he should understand to want a good life from his perspective of what a good life is. Chaim Pnimim, a meaningful life. When you come and you offer a person, you, su- you come and you suggest to a person, Chaim Pnimim V'tayven, an inward life, a life of inwardness, a good life. V'humiyat Mishayach Zayis L'Havadis And he knows right away when he sees you coming to him, he sees you're a very religious person, and you're coming to talk to him, you put your arm around him, you say, listen, I want to offer you something. I want to make an offer to you. 
So he understands that when somebody is coming to him and he looks like he's a very religious guy, and especially if you heard that you know how to learn, and that you, and especially if you heard that you're, you're into Kiev and you're mechanic, so then when you come up to him, you put your arm around him, and you say, listen, I want to tell you about what in life could really bring you happiness. What could really bring you happiness? What could change your life and turn your life around? So if he sees you coming, he knows you're, you're like a person that's a mashpia, you're a tamachacham, you're a tzaddik. So he knows that you're coming to sell him, you're coming to sell him a, a, a very good product. The product that you want to sell him is the Bari Ailam, is the creator of the world. That's what you're coming to sell him. And he, he, he feels that, that that's what, and, and he's right. That's what you're coming to talk to him about. Right? That's what you come to talk. Now, now, now imagine Alderach Marshall. Imagine Alderach Marshall that you were told that that you were given a name and you made a contact. You're a business person and you made a contact with a Weltgewehr, with a billionaire. You had a half hour to talk to 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 Bill Gates. Bill, I don't know this is first name. Yeah, to talk to Bill Gates. You had a half hour to talk to this guy, and you and you flew to to Seattle, and you went over there. You have a half hour. You sell a certain thing. You have a certain product. You have a certain mahalach, and and they told you that you can go to you can go to Bill Gates. You have a half hour to to sell your union to Bill Gates. Right? To talk to Bill Gates. It's a chash of a thing. So you fly to Seattle, and you made a million hachanis, and you, and you made, you chazed over all your stuff, and you brought the material, and you have, and the clock is ticking, you come into Bill Gates, and he says to you, how you doing? Nice to meet you, so-and-so. Please have a seat. And then Bill Gates looks at you, and he says, ah, you're an Orthodox Jew. Right? And I, people, I have a friend of mine that met Bill Gates, and he's a hard a good person. And Bill Gates says, you know, there are certain questions of the Bible. That I really, there are questions that I have in the Bible for many years. Seeing that you're an Orthodox person, uh, would you mind if I ask you a couple of questions that you don't know what to do? Because you have a half hour, that's zikr, no more than a half hour. And the gab is standing outside, that's a half hour. And, and you have here that Bill Gates is asking, uh, he wants to talk to you about, about a, a Rashi or something, or a Ramban. And, <clears throat> and on the other hand, you don't want to sound, you don't want to sound impolite, and, and you don't want to say, listen, but I talk to you about Rashi. You're, you're, you're a rich guy. I came to talk to you about money. And I don't want to talk to you about it. I have other people I talk to about Rashi. I don't want to talk to you about Rashi. But you can't say that. But you understand, what a Tarubas Musagim. And what was Gates thinking? Gates was thinking, you came from, you came from New York to talk to him about, about Rashi. So when that happens, a person feels that this is, that this is uh, something very strange is going on. It's, it's Lobo Seder. And, 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 and how would you feel? And, and, what, and you would also feel very odd. Let's say you were Zoycha and you came to a place and you went and, uh, and you had uh, five minutes, ten minutes to talk to, to Rebel Yashif. Right? You came to Rebel Yashif. And, and, and you were preparing also all kinds of achamas in, in Pneumius uh, to talk to, to the God of Hador. And then you, when you walk into when you walk into Rav Yoshev, Rav Yoshev would say, what do you do? So he'd say, I do, I, I, uh, I, I, uh, I, I'm an accountant. So Rav Yoshev said, really? Could you, I'd like to know what it's like being an accountant. Can you tell me what it's like being an accountant? So you, you, you would feel like screaming out, I have, I have ten minutes with the God of Hador. I'm going to talk about accounting. That's what I'm here for. It's, it's, it's a, it's a taruvis. It's, one thing has nothing to do with the other. Aye, they do. Of course they do. Accounting has to do with Avodah Zarah. And and there's no question. There's no question that that even when it, even when it comes to being by Bill Gates, that's also a shaykh. Is one thing, that, but it's not the time. It's not the place. So what he's saying here is that a person he says. 
when you when you come when when a front person comes to another to another person who's shemimitzis, and he's coming to talk to you, and he says, "I want to talk to you about what chayim pnimim v'toyvim." I want to talk to you about an inner life. I want to talk to you about chayim pnimim, good life, a real life. So v'humiyad m'shayach zayis l'avadis abayre. So if the guy. If right away it's associated with what oh, the guy's telling me a good life, a real life, oh, it means he's talking about a Fine. If you're coming to learn and you're in that mode for learning and you want to hear and your heart is open and someone says, I want to talk to you about a good life, and right in that you're in that place of good life, meaning good being Dvekista being Hashem, that can be very good. but sometimes it can be very bad. Shlili means negative. It can be very bad. Machmas shahaitsa shenemra lenemra biachas lavadis abayre. Why? Because it could be that the person's. It could be that the the eitzah that the person is giving you is lenemra biachas lavadis abayre. Person says to you, "I want it. I want you to tell you. I want to give you something in life that a mom must change your life and lift you up." And the person's and the person's giving you. Now you associate that with avodas right? But the person starts to talk to you about supermarket, right? You thought he's going to talk to you about elam chesed about how I could become uh, uh, live up to the tachlis of my life. That's what you thought. But the person, the emes, the eitzah that he's giving you is. This happens. This happens all the time. This happens all the time. That's why it's, it's such an unbelievable responsibility when someone comes to ask you for an eitzah. When someone comes to ask you for an eitzah for advice, for you to be able to understand who that person is and where he's holding in his life. In other words, you could. Many of us have been to people. You could you could go to somebody and he could give you the most fantastic eitzes, but it has nothing to do with you. In other words, what he's saying is officially a gewaldige eitzer, and he's saying something which is terrific, which is beautiful, which is important. Just like you could look in a sefer, and the sefer is saying something which is absolutely beautiful. It's absolutely true, but it's not negative to you as far as who you are and where you are in life and what and what is it that you're talking about and what's the eitzer that you came for. So if you're coming again, if you're coming to Bill Gates and Eitz and Panasa, and Bill Gates starts to talk to you about your Avodas Hashem, about your Ruchnias, then then or Lahavdil, uh, uh, you go to Rav Yosef to talk to uh, for for Ruchnias, and Rav Yosef starts to talk to you about Panasa. So it's a, it's the Teruvus of Musagim, and this happens to us all the time. Misha Nimsa v'Madrega, Shechai Hayoyim Yoyim Shalai Hem Avodas Abari certainly. A person who is already holding in a place where every single thought, word, and action of his day is avaydus abayre, mamish avaydus abayre every minute. That person, the author says, Rav Schwartz says, I have to tell you, that person, he needs to hear different things that I'm going to talk about in this sefer. Then he needs to look at others for. This is not for him. It's not for him. Huzakuk lekivun shayne. He he needs a different direction, a different kivun than what I'm talking about here in the sefer. E ef shlodabe besofer shehi michad avodas habarigmura umiidach lahazber lanoshem ech atachai im atzmecha betoich atzmecha letayaltecha bli ol shalavdus. Rav Schwartz is saying that 
a person who lives every second with bittel. Bittel means it's not me. It's not me. A person who's already dovak to Hashem and he's holding by that place of bittel, of mamish bittel, that it's, uh, it's not me. I'm nothing. Uh, like the Tanya always says, I'm just a drop in the ocean. I'm totally bottom of vutal. All I am is nothing. Only what the Bari Oilam wants from me. A person who speaks that vocabulary, who's listening, who hears that vocabulary, she says, But you have another person who sees himself as separate from the Bayre. It's not everything Elokus. He's not living in that world of, of Ayin, that everything is really, that, that there's no Makola, there's no supermarket, I have no wife, I have no kids, I, I, my, my own body, my own flesh, my own Flesh and blood. It's nothing. It's bottom of utul. There's only the bari Everything is mamish lays us upon me. Everything is elokus. A person who has that, who lives in that place, who talks those, who who bamis, is using that vocabulary, and because he lives in that place, he says. And with the same in the same breath to talk to a person about you, about you. And how can you live with yourself, in your skin, who you are, with your wife, with your kids, with your panasa, with your mishagasim, with your habits, with your addictions, with your faults, with your milas, <clears throat> with all of your life, in atzmacha, besoich atzmacha, inside of yourself, letayaltacha, and what is it that you can get out of life? The guy who's bottled at Sadi Yisraelim, he's not looking for anything from life. He's not trying to take anything from life. He doesn't want anything. Forget, he's given himself up. He puts his neck on the, on the, by the Akeda. He doesn't want to live. He's bottled a little mamish to the boy Eilam, as if he doesn't exist. That's a different vocabulary. It's a different world. Rosh Schwartz says, in this cipher, I'm talking to you who you want to live. As you, im atzmecha, b'saych atzmecha, in yourself, with your wife, with your kids, with your husband, with your children, with every, with all of your things, believe also of this. And honestly, you're not, you're not ready. You're not holding. You're not in that place of being an evid that you. It's of this, and everything is. Well, everything is not for you. It's only for the bariyolam. Misha mucha mitchilulias evid shal bariyolam. A person who's already holding by this, that he's an Evid to the Bari'aylam. In other words, the question is never what's in it for me. How does this help me? How does this change me? What can I get from this? How could I still do this and, and make a living? How can I still do this and be happy? Which is the way that we think. When someone comes to tell you, and when someone comes to make you an offer to any one of us and says, Who's the biggest Sadiq in the world? According to you, who's the biggest tzaddik? Well, so you say, uh, this person says, the biggest tzaddik to me is Rabbi Avad Yosef. Oh. And they come to him, who's the biggest tzaddik by you? He says, Maybe the biggest tzaddik is the gay rabbi. Who's the biggest tzaddik by you? The biggest tzaddik in the world to me is the Bava rabbi. And this, everybody has, who's the biggest tzaddik by you? The biggest tzaddik by me is Rabbi Vosna. The biggest tzaddik is Rabbi Yosha. The biggest tzaddik is some little year that I know from the, from the shtibl, you know, in the, he sits in the back of the shtibl someplace in, in Yushalayim. So, okay, each person has a tzaddik. So you say, this is a person, you hold this the biggest tzaddik? 100%. Okay, so, what if I would teach you right now, al-ragalachas, in an hour, how your life can be led exactly like that person? How would you like that? So then you start to say funny things like, well, you know, I didn't say that I'm like him, or I could be that way, I can't be that way. 
You said that the person you look up to most on earth is the Gareb. So you want to, so then I could show you, we can go through the Gareb's schedule from the morning till the night and show you his Avaida. And, and you could, and, and I could teach you a way, I could show you how to enter into that Avaida that you could be like that Sabi. So we, the person intuitively feels, uh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a tzaddik. I can't live that way. It's not, you said that this person you look up to most in the world, that's the tzaddik. So then the answer is, I know, but I, I if you're, t- you're telling me to live that life, but that means you're telling me I have to give up everything of myself, because that tzaddik lives not for himself. He lives for the barnacle. He lives for Eden. He lives for Klayisel. He lives. He doesn't live for. He doesn't take a second for himself. I can't do that. Maybe if you tell me, like I can work my way up, but like right now, I like, I like to read the paper, for instance. I like to read the paper. So I, I need to read the paper. I also like to have a nap. I also like to, you know, occasionally to take my wife out to the restaurant. Okay. So if a person's holding the place of Avadis Abari, he says the safe is not for you. But if your person is still holding on for dear life, and you, and you want to be able to have the best possible life you could have in this world, he says, then the safe is for you. Misha Muchan Mitchila. It's not for you. This sefer is dealing with the is dealing with Yiddishkeit zero zero one prerequisite, the beginning Aleph. Aleph. We're not starting with Dav Beis. We're starting here with Dav Aleph. <coughs> all the Gemaras we learned in our lives, all the Gemaras we learned in life start with Dav Beis. This sefer says starts with Dav Aleph. I'm trying, we're going to try here in this sefer to develop a way of thinking for you in your life before you're ready to be an Evid, before you're ready to give everything up and be an Evid, a servant of God. She is burning the Chayev, that you should be able to look at your life in your life, the Chapes is a Shabhem, and search for the best life that you could have. The best life you could have. For you. What's in it for you? You're always asking, what's in this for me? I'm going to show you. We're going to learn what's in it for you. L'chaim. So therefore, the Shwartz is saying, be careful. I'm asking you. Don't, don't take the Sefer and start translating it or interpreting it in the, in the, in the language of Avodah Sabayre. There are plenty of songs. You want to do that? <coughs> we do that all day long. <coughs> Just take the time that you're learning the Sefer, and don't do that. Because if you do that, you'll get a lot of this stuff right. It's not like, you'll, it's not like it'll be wrong. <coughs> However, much of, of what you would be learning then is going to turn out, it's going to, turn out to be distorted and misunderstood. And, and you're going to end up having another nice safer under your belt. You can invite your family and make a nice seam that I made a seam on Das Atzmacha. But as far as really, whether you are your Das Atzmacha, you're the same clueless person you've always been. But you made a seam on Das Atzmacha. I made a seam. I finished another sefer. So I know an interesting that, that this sefer has an interesting mahalach, and he says like this, and he says like that, it's a good vote, it's a nice idea, and it's a good, I'm going to try to apply it to my life, and see, I don't know. So then, then, it's it's uh, it's das atzmacha seeing, but it's not beemis la das is atzmacha knowing yourself. In order to drive this point home and to make this very tangible and clear, I'm going to give you an example of what we're going to talk about later on in the sefer. The paragraph 
Beperg Vav Ksuvais Eitzais Drachim Ketzad Yochel Haadam Limnoyim Eatzmai Es Abchadim Vahadaygis Akayamim Benefesh. Perg Vav up ahead in the Sefer is going to be devoted to giving Eitzis advice, Drachim, and certain methods of how a person should be able to deal with, to overcome the fears and worries that we have living in this world. Every person has things that he's afraid of, that he's worried about, that he's nervous about. And one of the hardest, hardest things in life is is dealing with those pchadim, with those fears, with those daigas. People have all kinds of fears. Another person looks at that person's fears as being unfounded. Sometimes I'm afraid to fly. What are you afraid to fly? Well, you see people, people go on the plane, nothing happens. You should be afraid to go on the car. See, there's no the car I'm not afraid of, but the, to fly. So the other person thinks that's crazy. What's wrong with going in a plane? This person says, I'm afraid to go into, uh, into an elevator. Are you afraid of an elevator? Look, nothing happens elevator. So I can't explain it, but this I'm afraid of. This person's afraid. He's worried all the time about panasa. This person's worried about his health. You have people that they think all the time. Anytime that they hear that someone's sick, they start to get nervous. Maybe I have this. Maybe something, you know, I had an itch on the back of my head. Maybe it's the sign of some growth or something. You know, people live like that with all kinds of pachadim and daigas. And it takes away all of the simchas v'chayim. It, it, it takes out your kachis and your rotsin to, to, to live. So in Paragvav, the Mechaber says, or Shwat says in Paragvav, I'm going to give, we're going to learn some Eitzes and Drachim of how to overcome these things and how, not, of course, I'm not going to talk about flying in dark, darkness and stuff, but a way of thinking to help, to help overcome pachad and daigis, fear and worries, being obsessed about things and worried. We're going to talk about that in the sixth parrot. Now, Let's imagine we're talking the language of Avodas right? So now you're a very religious person, you're a very big elachid, and somebody comes over to you. He knows that you're a smart person. He comes over to you, and he says to you, "Look, I'm having a problem. What's your problem?" He says, "I want very, very much to go to Israel." So why don't you go? You can't afford it? I'll help you. No, 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 no. Baruch Hashem, I can afford it. That's not the problem. So what is it? I'm afraid to go. Why are you afraid to go? I'm afraid because, you know, I don't know, maybe, God forbid, there's going to be an explosion somewhere. Right? People are afraid. There's going to be, there's going to be an explosion, maybe, God forbid, in the street, in a store, Chas Shalom. I, I don't know. I'm afraid. So now you're the you're the person he came to. So you're big Balaitsin, you're big Chacham. Not only that, you just made a see him on the Shari Bitochen in the Sefer Chavis Lavavis, right? So what do you tell the guy? Again, you're a very nice guy. You put your arm around him and you say, What's the matter with you? You're going you you want you, because of that you're not gonna go to HSL where you could you could have the most beautiful time of your life and you could gain so much from going because of what? Because you're afraid of you're afraid of an Arab. That's 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 your problem. You know what's missing in your life? You have no bitachin. You have no bitachin. If you'd be somebody that would trust in the Bari Eilam, and you'd say, you know what? I have an Eitzah for you. The Eitzah is that you and I, every day we're going to spend an hour learning Chayv Salavavah's Shari Bitachin, the section on bitachin, and guaranteed that by the time that we finish Shari Bitachin, that you're going to have no problem. You're not going to be afraid of terrorists. 
That's what the person says. That seems to be a very reasonable thing. But it's, but of course, it's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous to learn Shai B'Tachon the Chavos Lavavos, God forbid. That's very harsh of a thing. It's not ridiculous. He says, "Im The truth is that I wouldn't have to even give you the sixth chapter. Why do I need to write another book? Why do you have to have the sixth chapter that's dealing with what, with with uh, with fear and with worries? Because a person who's a person who's in a place of what of avodas he doesn't need that at all. When we're talking about avodas Hashem, then haderech ma'ayd pshuta ma'ayd muchlates." If we're talking about Avadis Hashem, then the derech is very obvious, it's very simple, and it's very clear. So you have a friend of yours who, God forbid, he lost his, he lost his child, Khalila. And you go over to him, and the guy's falling apart. If he's an, if he's an unbelievable Evan Hashem, so where, where does the conversation even begin? I'm gonna go, I have to remind you, there's a Bari Eilam. So what do you think? He took your child away? No. So you don't think he knows what's good for you? He knows that you have to have this kid for a certain amount of time. And then that was it. And you should be happy. You had the kid and finished. So you're talking in the language of Avad Sabayre. You're saying, you're saying the right thing. You're quoting the right svarim. You're saying over what it says in the Chavis Lavavis, the Messias Sharma. You're saying over what it says in the Tanya and the Svasamis. You're saying everything in a good way. But Lamaisa, that person looks at you, and his eyes are red, and it didn't change him. Because if he's in the place of a Vaidus then the conversation does not even take place. Because if he's an Evan Hashem, and he's bought the Mavutl to the Bayre, and he's living in a way of Kivis Lukim, and Shivisi, so then, what's a Shiloh that the child died? It's a Shiloh. From the perspective of a Vaidus it's not a Shiloh. Like the story that I told you many times about, about the Rav of Lodge, Rebel Yechaim, the lodger of that he was a very, very he was a very rich, very rich person, and he had big business, and in, he was in the lumber business. And it happened that there was a uh, so many of you remember it happened that there was a storm, and the the rav the lodger of was transferring all of his his entire business was going with the river. They were transferring his entire his entire business, and it happened that there was a terrible storm, and a telegram arrived in town. To the to the Reishkal, a telegram arrived that the entire business, the entire factory of the Lajarov is gone. Everything sank. And now we have to. They they met and they have to. Some, the Lajarov is giving a shia in yeshiva, and they have to tell the rav. And there's a whole diyun. Who's going to tell the rav? Basically, he went from being one of the biggest uh, businessmen in, in Poland, and he's penniless. So who's going to tell the rav? So you remember the Maisa, that there was a that there was a very very smart bocher that the love uh, that the rav cared for very much, and uh, and and they decided that the bocher would be the best one, and he's very sharp, very sharp. So he went, and he waited for the rav after the rav was finished giving the shear. So he opened up the gemara, and he said, uh, "What's the pshat rabbi in the gemara?" The gemara says, "Kishem shemavarchan alatayiv kach mavarchan alarva." Right? The gemara says in brachos the same. Way that you, the same way that you bench Hashem, you thank Him for, for good. You have to thank Him even for things that are bad. So what's the Pshat in the Gemara? So the Rav said, so the Rav said, when he was the Pshat, the Pshat is that the Ba'i is the Creator and He knows what's best. And, and, and yeah, if it's something, you have to believe. So say, it's, it's also good. Even though it looks bad, it's also good. So the Bacha said, Rabbi, it's hard for me to understand. Well, Marshall, 
Everybody knows that the Rebbe is transferring, the, the Rebbe is transferring his factory right now, today. It's supposed to be coming to lunch, right? And the Rebbe says, let's say, let's say Chasr Sholem. I mean, it's, it couldn't happen. Let's say Chasr Sholem, that news would come that there was a storm and the Rebbe's factory, everything sank. The Rebbe would be able to say, you know, a toiva meitiv, kishem shavachal, a toiv kach mevachal, a The Rebbe would be able to, so the Lodge Rebbe said, Rather, I mean, that's, that's, that's the avoid of a Jew. It's a shayla, if, if Hashem that happened. So, of course, I would say. So, the Bach has said, okay. He took out from his pocket, he had a telegram, and he, sh- and he showed the Rav the telegram, and the Rav passed out. The Lord Rav passed out. He fainted. <coughs> so, everybody went. It was a tumult, and they brought the thing there. And, and when the Rav opened his eyes, the first thing he said is, he says, Staka Shere Gemara. It's a hard, it's a hard Gemara. It's a hard Gemara. It's a hard Gemara. So, when the person, when, when each and every one of us can say over all of those Gemaras, and all of the Chavis Lavavises, and all of the Messias Hasharms, like we learned last week, but when the, when the Raman took the mouse out of his pocket, right? But when it comes Bishas Maisa, if I'm not in Evet Hashem Mamish, of course the Lord Jerob is a big tzaddik, and his Madrega. But if a person is not in Evet Hashem Mamish, so then what happened to the Lord Jerob is like this. I know that it says that in the Gemara. And I believe, I believe in the Gemara. The Mitzvah is that I now need this Gemara, the pile. Right? It's not a Gemara anymore. Now it's not a Gemara. Now, it is, now it's me. It's my factory. It's my life. I'm penniless. Right? And that means he owes, he owes right away. I'm sure he was a genius. He had everything in his head. He had probably chayvist to a million places. Right? So, right now, in the place of who the Lodgerov was, the Lodgerov, on his Madrigal, not Chasson, the Lodgerov, and the Bayre and that, and that Gemara, two separate things. Supermarket, Olam Chesed Yibana. It's not in the same place. It's not in the same place. So, what happens is like this. If we're talking about Avodah Hashem, it's obvious. You have to believe everything Hashem does is the Torah. It's not good for me. It's not going to happen to me. Everything that happens to me is good. So you tell this guy, nothing to be afraid of. What are you nervous about? You're afraid to fly? You're, you're afraid of terrorists? You're afraid of the dark? What are you afraid of? There's a says, What's the matter with you? You never learned. You never learned. You never learned anything. What's the matter with you? And you give that Eitzah. So, again, the Eitzah you're giving, it sounds very good. And you're a smart person, and, you, and you're telling him the Shari B'Tachin. And you're telling him Shivi says from Nagli Samid. But you're not bringing this Jew out of his Tsar, and he's not going to get to Eitzah Sel because of what you're telling him. Because he's just not there. Ulam but when we're talking to you as a person who's not in that place of Dveikas, and we're talking to you about how you could overcome fears, the Ibarnu, in the sixth paragraph, that's what he's going to do. The Ibarnu al-Hadam shadayin lay-nimsa madregish al-Vedesabari. In that paragraph, I'm talking to people like ourselves who are not in a madrega of al-Vedesabari. Where the Shabi Tochen is not going to... They'll nod their heads and they'll say, you're right, I'm going to work on it. But they're, but they're still lying up asleep, uh, crying. Uh, at night, in bed, crying. It's not, it's not going to take him out of that. Even though he knows officially he's supposed to be okay with it. So what happens, this is what's going on all the time. So as Bachem, we went to Yeshiva, we went to Yeshiva, we heard a million Shavuzna about how we're supposed to be and what we're supposed to be like. And we accepted that. It's all true. Everything's in the Islam. It's all true. But when you see that it doesn't work for you, that could be a terrible, terrible feeling. 
Because what else do I have to, what else do I have, what other Aces do I have other than the Aces that my Rebbe gave me? Or the Aces that I saw in that Sefer? But if that Aces is an Aces that's talking to an, to an Ayved, someone who's already Dovuk and an Ayved, but I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just an American kid. I don't know, like I'm not in that place, like, uh, uh, of Shivisi. So then, Lamaisa, I'm afraid. Or I'm, or, I'm, or I'm very worried, I'm very broken hearted. And I, I, and the person said, but didn't you hear what the Sefer said? I heard what it said, but it's talking to somebody else. It's not talking to me. Maybe one day I'll, I'll understand that language of Avaris Abayre. And in the sixth paragraph, to that person who's not yet in a place of Avaris Abayre, I tried to give a mahalach of how that person can be able to overcome worries and fears in life. Haposik Aimer. Two minutes. Shalom Al said, Fortunate is the person who is always afraid. When you read that Pasuk, you know it can't mean that God wants me to be always afraid. Being afraid is not, living in, in, in fear is not a healthy thing. Can't be. Would any normal person think that, that that's what Shalom Aleichem means? That there's a mila, there's something good about what? About living in, a, in fear at one's entire life? Any person who lives a life of fear, all of them are ashray? That's ashray? Fortunate and happy is the person who's always afraid? That's the most miserable life in the world. People who are always afraid, they have no happiness, they have nothing, they can't do anything, they're paralyzed. So what does Shalom Alchem mean? Ashrei Adam Mefachetam. Bevadai Shalom, of course not. Elavadai, we know the Gemara says. Elavadai. The same place over there in the Gemara. Elavadai, Kavana Kamashi Pirshu, Achmenazal. Hahu B'divrei Tarekai. That, that Pasek, Shalom Alchem was talking the, in the language of Avadis Habayre, and he's saying, Ashrei Adam Mefachetam, he was talking to the Oyved, and he was saying, Oy, what a madrega for a year to live with a constant Omal Hushamayim, and, and, and feeling, that, feeling that awareness of Hashem, and having here a Shamayim. That's the vocabulary of an Eved Hashem. Ahubet Divetarekai. Shalom wasn't talking about if you're afraid of your shadow, well, you're a happy guy. If you're afraid of the, if you're afraid of Arabs, you're a happy guy. If you're afraid to walk on the street, if you're afraid that the sky is falling, if you're afraid of the, of you're afraid of the the economy collapsing, you're a happy guy. People are committing suicide because of these things that they can't take these worries and fears of life. So you come to and you tell a person, if you're if you're a stockbroker and you're and you're every second afraid that the whole market is going to collapse, you can't be successful. You can't do anything. You're stuck in that place. That's not shlomo melchment. Not talking about pchadim shalom hazer. We're not talking about things that you're afraid of the dark or flying of uh, uh, of the economy. That's not. We're not talking about shalom hazer. Elam pchadim shalom mefachet shemayna oivet kiroyes boyroy. Shalom alchem. Shalom alchem said asher elam mefachet. Tommy's talking about to be afraid that maybe I'm not yoytzil. My avodas Hashem. I'm afraid that I haven't done the mitzvahs that I could do. I'm afraid that I'm doing the various I shouldn't be doing. That's the vocabulary of Avodas Habayrei. Zera pachad apnimi amiti shekentzarech liyos ladem. And of course, ideally, that's the only fear that a person should have. But that's not who we are. Let's face it. We're afraid of other stuff, and that's not healthy. And we have to get over those other fears, so that we should be able to concentrate on Avodas Hashem. 
the parakanal ha'isig b'darcha yis moidudus imapachad. In that parak, in the sixth parak, when we're going to talk about how to deal with pachad, how to deal with fear, I'm not talking about Shlomo Malach's pachad. I'm not talking about the fear that Shlomo Malach was saying is a good thing that makes you, certainly a person who's God-fearing is Ashrei, he's fortunate. That's a fortunate person. But, but I'm not talking about Allah pachad Ashrei. I want to talk to you about the pachad in life that's bringing you down. The pachad life that's killing you. The things that you're afraid of that's hurting you. Al pachad shlili, on the negative and destructive pachad in life. Pachad b'chaya choymer, fear that you have in the physical world, not your shemayim. Not that you didn't, you didn't learn enough, you didn't daven enough, whatever. B'chaya yom in our day-to-day life, everyday life. Pachad zeh, this pachad, everyday pachad, We'll talk about that in the sixth parak. How you could overcome, how you could overcome this pachad. So that's that's what this safe is talking to. It's talking to you as a person that's not in that place where it's just uh, a prescription. Sharbi talking, go home and be happy. The guy, the guy's there. He hears everybody is losing all their money, and the guy's the guy's uh, up at night because he's afraid that his business is going to fall apart. And he comes to talk to you, and all you do is you give him a maramokam, you give him a, a place. I in sharbi talking, everything will be fine. He's not in that place. He's not in that place. Remember the story I told you? I just uh, I told uh, this year a few months ago. It's like. I thought a few months ago about about the um, that the Balshamtov's horses, you know, they used to fly everywhere. So the Balshamtov, uh, the Balshamtov used to go across Russia and Poland, you know, uh, with creatures of Derek. So they, the, so one of the Sadiqim was saying the story that the that the Balshamtov, that that, the, that they were that the horses were flying, and and then one horse looked at the other horse while they were in, in the air, and one horse looked at the other horse and said, "You think that we're horses? We're not. We're not horses. We're, we're malachim." We're malachim. We're not, not even birds. We're angels. Because only an angel could go like this. Fly across the whole world. We're not horses. We're malachim mamish. So the other horse says, you're right. We're not horses. We're malachim. And they're going like this, smiling, these horses, slash malachim, smiling across the whole world, looking down at the world. They're malachim mamish. And when the Balsam Tovah when they finally land, so they come over there, and, 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 they, and they bring them over where there's a trough for the animals, for the horses to feed with the other horses, which is, you know, schmutz and filth and dirt. And the two horses, these two horses that were a minute ago, they were malachim, these two horses go pushing over there with the other horses to get in, and they put their faces into the filth. And, and as they're gobbling up the filth, the food, one looks at the other one and says, I guess, I guess we're really horses. I guess, I guess we're really horses. That's how you, that's how that's how I feel many times. You know, you can learn it. Uh, you learn a safe. You learn something, and you, and you try to, t- and, and and then you come to, and then it's not. Then like later on in the day, when you have your when you have your head into the trough, you know, and you and you, and you, then you look in the mirror and you look up and you see yourself and you say, I guess, I guess I'm not a malach. I mean, in other words, I guess I'm not the person that I guess I'm not the person that Ramchal was talking about. I guess I'm not that person. Not yet. I want to be. That's the difference between, of course, us and a horse. We could, we could talk, become those people. The horse is never going to be a malach. But we could become those people. But, but we're not going to become those people if we're deluding ourselves, if we're making believe. Im kain, 
Just mom's two minutes. I'm sorry. In Kain Kameido, Bechdesha Advarim, Yuvurim. Everybody can walk out on my sin. Continue. In Kain Kameido, Bechdesha Advarim, Yuvurim. Misha Nimsev, Madrega, Shechem, the Sudan, Savev, Avadis Abari, all of the Shmuel, the Kredvar Machem. If you're holding in a place of Avadis Abari, he says, then you can read other swar. You can read my other swar. Loibisignon Shiyamu Kabin, not the way that I'm going to be talking over here. Kan Medabim Onula Adam, Hamaschil, Lesboinen, Al Chayev. I'm talking in this cipher to a person who's ready to begin to look at his own life in a real, in a real inward and meaningful way, in a deep way. So he knows in all honesty that that realization or that feeling that every minute of life I'm an Evid Hashem, he doesn't have that yet. Adam this person in this stage, he could go with this Sefer and Beza Hashem, he could see tremendous, tremendous Hatzlocha. Now the end I'll just say outside as I did on Shabbos, because it's very, very fast. What he explains here at the end is that we have to be careful, because obviously when you read a Sefer, you could read the Sefer over the course of a couple of days. You know, you're not going to necessarily wait for me. You read the Sefer and you look ahead and you could finish it in a few days. And he said that He's saying that in order to actually apply what we're going to be learning to our lives, to change our lives, you can't, you can't go through the Sefer and expect that to happen to you overnight. He says that a person who wants, let's say, to learn English, an Israeli wants to learn English, and he saw advertised that there's ten tapes, and these, with these ten tapes you can learn English. So what did he do? He bought the set of ten tapes, and there's all kinds of guarantees and people smiling on the cover says, I speak English, if the ten tapes. And the guy buys the tapes and then he sits down, he takes a day off from work and he listens for ten hours. He listens to the tapes, the English tapes for ten hours. And he's, and he's angry because after the ten hours, he calls up the guy that made the tapes and says, I know you're such a, a chakran. What do you tell me that I know English? I don't speak any English. I, I, I listen to the whole thing. I said, how, how long? He said, I took off from work. I listened today. To all, I listened for ten hours. So that's not, you're not going to learn, you're not going to learn English with listening to all the ten tapes together. Obviously, to become fluent in something means each, at each stop, each place along the way, to stop, to be misbeining, to think, to practice, to go over, to try, to go rewind and go back, nachamol, forward, rewind, again and again and again. Because if not for that, the person otherwise will think, because it says on the tape, 98% of the people that did this learned English. So the guy says, well, I guess I must be from, I must be Amish, you know, from the lowest 2%. Because 98% know English. I, I, I did these tapes. I, I'm from the 2%. It's not true. And that's what happens to us. A lot of things that we've learned over our lives from the Swamakadash from different places, we feel that, and these Tzaddikim are saying, if you learn this, you'll be Metzlich. And we don't see the Metzlich. So we feel, we must be from the minority that just low Yitzlach, so we can't learn it. We don't understand it. But the truth is, from all the Swamakadash, and from this Sefer as well, we have to take each part of it and to think about, and to review, and to work on, and to go over, and to try to ad adapt in our lives, so that we could be the people who are not only reading and learning beautiful things, and grabbing from Hashem's smorgasbord some new snacks, some new delicacies, some new desserts, but we could actually begin to come into that world of das, das, to know ourselves. And if there's an ani, remember, then there can be a who. And if there's a who, there could be an ato. And for the first time in our lives, for many of us, if not all of us, we could actually say, in all honesty, 
to the Rebbein Shalom, Ani Oyhev Oyscha, I love you. And we can actually say those words to our loved ones and to the Bayer coming from a place of Das Esatmecha. So Bez Hashem will continue next week.